0: Welcome to a special bonus edition of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Marco, with my lovely co-host,
1: Jessica.
0: And joining us tonight is a very, very, very special guest, Kid Number One. Hi. How's it going, Kid Number One?
2: Awesome.
0: All right, just a reminder, we're going with Kid Number One because we're not putting your name on the podcast. Okay. All right. Yeah. Before we get into why Kid Number One is up past bedtime and joining us on the podcast this week. Jessica, what are you drinking tonight?
1: I am drinking a whole lot of nothing. You're going
0: to have a very dry throat by the end of tonight. Probably. Kid number one, what are you drinking tonight?
2: Icy water.
0: Icy water. Are we sponsored by water in liquid or frozen form? No. There you go. <laughs> Good guess.
1: Marco, what are you drinking tonight? I'm having a La Croix.
0: La Croix. <laughs> La Croix. Whatever it's called. I'm having a seltzer water.
1: And are we sponsored by them?
0: No, we can't even pronounce their name correctly. We cannot.
1: <laughs> it is quite the debate in our house how to pronounce that like name. <laughs>
0: it's a seltzer water.
1: Sure. Sure. It's very delicious.
0: Whatever. It's hitting the spot. Awesome. Yeah. It's getting the job done. But tonight we're here to talk to kid number one. We're getting really close to kicking off the Red Arrow Challenge. It kicks off on Monday, April 13th. We get rolling. If anyone joining us late, you're welcome to join in wherever you get come into the process. For both those who want to be there on day one, April 13th, start recording blow we'll the first set of leaderboards out a week later. Kid number one is all signed up and ready to go. Kid, say, kid number one has experience in these sorts of things, uh-huh. so we wanted to bring kid number one in. Because Jess is a behavioral psychologist, has a lot of experience with working out and training for races and training for triathlons. I do, too. I also coach. But kid number one, you're kind of a clean slate. I run. You run. We're going to get into all the things you do. Uh, But first off, kid number one, how old are you?
2: I'm 10.
0: You're 10? What grade are you in? I'm
2: in fifth grade.
0: Awesome. And here we are in April. You're almost done. Yeah. You can't nod on a podcast with you. got to like Nobody
2: talk. Can see you. Nobody <laughs> no. can see you.
0: Other than the picture we're going to put up on Instagram later of like us getting ready to record, no one's going to see <laughs> okay. you. Okay. So as we go through this, you have to speak into the microphone. Okay. All right. So you mentioned you run, but what sports do you do? What sports are you normally in right now? Now, I know we're quarantined, sheltering in place, socially distancing because of coronavirus at the exact moment. But uh, in January, February, and if we weren't uh, under these conditions, what would you be doing next week when we get off spring break?
2: A whole bunch of hockey in Taekwondo. All
0: right. What kind of hockey do you play? Roller hockey, ice hockey? Ice hockey. Ice hockey. What position do you play?
2: Goalie. Anything else? Sometimes I um, skate out as a forward.
0: Do you ever play defense? Sometimes. Sometimes. What do you like the most? Goalie. Why?
2: Because
0: it's fun to have people shoot the pucks at you. You know, goalies are a rare breed. They're a very they're special. Uh some would even say weird. In fact, <laughs> there was a goalie with the Vancouver Canucks back in the 90s. He wrote the word weird on every piece of equipment he had. And every so often you get a really high resolution photo and like it'd be at the bottom of his skate and it would say weird. <laughs> Sums up goalies completely. Someone who likes getting pucks shot at them. Is weird. Not everybody wants to do that. Any other reasons why you like being goalie?
2: If the puck goes past the defense, it's up to you to block the shot. Otherwise, they get the other team gets a goal. And
0: so you like that feeling of having it all on your shoulders?
2: No, but I like the feeling of of being able to like if the net was there is no goalie, everybody could probably get in a bunch of shots, and there'd be there could be a more of a clear winner if there was no goalie.
0: Okay. How long have you been playing goalie?
2: For a few months.
0: Well, when was the first time you played goalie?
2: Like two years ago.
0: So you got your first taste of it two years ago or so, and then this season when you were in a more regular basis, uh, how often were you slapping on the goalie pads?
2: Every week.
0: Awesome. And still skating on All right. So in addition to... Playing hockey, either skating out or playing goalie. What else do you do normally? Taekwondo. How long have you been doing Taekwondo?
2: Since the summer started. You enjoy it? Uh
0: Uh-huh. Who do you do it with? Grandpa. Yeah, Grandpa teaches it, but uh, I was looking more for your brothers. All right, and what else do you do for sports?
2: I bike and swim and run.
0: Right, you biking you swim, you run, because you are in the Summer Racing Club, which we talked about. Uh very similar to the Red Arrow Challenge, and you're already signed up for the Summer Racing Club through your school. You're doing the Red Arrow Challenge through us. Uh, you did Girls on the Run last year.
2: hmm
0: And how far did you have to run in Girls on the Run?
2: The end of this, so most of the season you just ran until we ran out of time. Um, I only ran like two miles. But um, for the for the end of the season, you, you ran a giant 5K. It was fun. It was fun? Yeah.
0: Did it feel like it was never going to end? Maybe. Mm. <laughs> how many 5Ks have you run? Not just like in practice, how many like actual organized 5K races have you done? Was Girls on the Run your only one that you can remember?
2: No, I, I've done three.
0: What are the other ones.
1: The wine run
0: and the color run. But I think you've done the wine run more than once. No, she's done it once. I've done it more than once. Well, yeah,
1: you've done it a whole bunch of
0: times. So the wine run is a, a local run. We're on the west coast of Michigan, and it's kind of wine country around here, along with all the breweries everywhere, and the hops are growing. And there's a local 5K. There's also a half marathon that goes with it that goes running Early in the morning, just as the sun is peeking over the hills, you're running along the vineyards. The grapes are almost ripe. You can smell them. It's just a beautiful Sunday morning. And kid number one came with me um, recently to do it. We went out there running. Your grandfather actually went with you, too, because uh, I took off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, they, they usually hand out a nice little absorbent coaster. And I was trying to complete my my set of four before I aged out of the age bracket. So I told you when we signed up, I was going to take off. But it's a nice little out-and-back route, so I got to see you. Was that your first 5K? No, that was your second 5K. Yeah, because yeah.
1: she did the color run. You had
0: done the color run yeah. with, with Mommy. How did you do? And that was...
2: Um, I did good. I got for a, for a trophy for completing it. I not only got a medal, but I also got a... Um, like a wine cup that says you that basically says you finish and then I also came in first place for my age group yay
0: so the age group was nine and under you, you did outstanding and you brought it in in under an hour
2: yeah
0: awesome now, so we also alluded to uh you did a 5k with mommy a color run that was had no official time but unofficially you did well you had fun in that one right yeah Yeah, anything special you wore other than your white t-shirt? A tutu. Nice. Can never go wrong with a tutu and a 5K.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, So your three 5Ks are the color run, the uh, wine run, and the girls on the run 5K, right? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. You also have been in a few other 5Ks that you didn't run that you got pushed in, because I remember pushing you through... The electric run, a few color runs. Um, the
2: bubble run.
0: The, that was the drenched run, yes. And then uh, uh, Susan G. Komen, Race for a Cure. When we got, lived out in D.C., I used to take you through that. So you're you're not a stranger to races. And Then as a coach, I've brought you along a lot of times to help me coach my teams and take splits and yell at the runners. What do you usually run at, yell at the runners?
2: Go faster.
0: Short and to the point, kid number one. Way to go. <laughs> So all this and now uh, I just opened up registration for fall cross country and I'm looking at the uh, form and the results that are coming in and in pops this very familiar name, also known as kid number one on my list. So you have signed up for my cross country team in the fall as a sixth grader.
2: Yay. Are you excited? Yes.
0: What are you most excited about for cross country this fall? Fun runs. Such as?
2: All of them.
0: Well, and some would say all of cross country is fun. And we're going to have meets and competitions yeah. against other schools. But what fun runs are you really looking forward to?
2: The color run and the think pink run.
0: So all these special practices I run to keep it interesting in between the meets. Yeah. And for those out in the audience, think pink is our breast cancer awareness run where team has to go out and run a half mile lap every time they, a runner completes a lap they get one point and then they get asked a trivia question and they're usually really easy trivia questions except for after you've run a half mile or a mile or seven miles the simplest questions become a little bit more difficult it's can you listen and attend to what a coach is saying to you and think when your body is exhausted so there's a training piece to it but it's actually kind of hilarious so Kid number one with her Girl Scout troop has come in and helped ask questions over the years, so she's seen this for quite a while. Mm Okay. But now it's going to be your turn to run. I also don't know where I'm going to get people to read questions anymore, because you'll be running and not just available for question and answer. Oh, yeah,
1: that is going to be tricky.
0: So you're most excited about the fun runs and the practices. Are you excited about the meets? Yeah. What makes you excited about the meets?
2: You get medals. (laughs)
0: You do get medals, yes.
2: I need mean the medal rack.
0: Yeah. Are you excited about the team aspect at all?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What, how so?
2: It's, it, I, I, want, I like being able to do stuff with my friends.
0: Okay. Now, when I have everyone sign up, I make them answer several questions. and One is, by the end of the season, what would you want our team to achieve as a group? What did do you remember what you put down?
2: Mm-hmm. what did you put to win our conference division
0: nice well we've done that two years in a row We'll see if we can make it three for the girls uh boys have won it three years in a row wish your brother was coming up too to help the boys he'll be sense. up
2: in like two years
0: i know uh and then the next brother after that he's also very fast
2: and then he'll be coming up two years after that mm-hmm.
0: and then at the individual level do you remember what you put down for your individual goal for the season what did you want to accomplish by the end of the season?
2: To be able to run a 5K without stopping. That would be amazing.
0: <laughs> no stopping, no walking, full-on run for a 5K?
2: Uh-huh.
0: Now, for middle school cross country, do you know how long your races are?
2: One and a half, one and a half to two miles.
0: That is correct. You have been around a cross country coach for several years. <gasps> Uh, but if you can run a full 5k you'll be awesome at those one and a half to two mile races at the middle school level not to mention you'll have a lot more fun in practice because on our team the middle school and the high school all practice together so you can go out on the fun routes to go out and run past the beach when we do the fun runs you can go do the cool routes and have more fun doing it earn more points i also
2: like the selfie run.
0: Ooh, the That's selfie scavenger hunt, which is quickly being, uh, we're noticing it's being copied by a lot, lot of the local sure schools. Being Everybody loves it. I know. We've and had, those kids talk. They talk to their friends, and uh, some of them go to other schools. Selfie scavenger hunt is uh, came about because just you and I were out of town. And I needed to leave behind an assignment. I had a parent go, so there was supervision for the, the team. But I knew if I just left the assignment behind, they wouldn't do it or they'd nope. cut it short. <laughs> so I came up with a selfie scavenger hunt. And there was a, a whole bunch of objectives they had to go find. I gave them the list ahead of time so they can map out and plan their routes. Although it did take a few years before the captains figured out, hey, you can do a much more efficient job if you actually plot it out on a map and connect yeah. the dots. But um, to make sure they aren't, and to prove you went there, and you know, all these kids have phones and cell phones, or most of them iPod. do. iPods. And the ones who don't, they can work in a pair. Yep. But to make sure they didn't cheat, or make sure they got there, they had to take a selfie and show it to me. Mm-hmm. To make sure they didn't cheat, because they had all the items in advance, there is, one, they don't know what team they're on. We picked the day up, And they mm-hmm. don't know uh, what color headband I'm assigning them. So they're in top secret sealed envelopes. They get locked in a file cabinet before the season starts, yeah. uh, and there are, the colors change. So you have to have you wearing your headband in the photo. Mm-hmm. And kid number one, I'll make sure you don't know what color we have. I'll, have. I'll wait to open the package until you're at school.
2: Okay.
0: What colors are you hoping for, though?
2: Neon blue and neon purple. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I don't think we've
0: ever done neon blue and neon purple. Uh, I don't think so either. I don't think we've done purple. We've done several shades of blue. And we've done
1: pink. We've done pink. We've
0: done... We've done stripy pink and white. Oh,
1: that's right. And, and, we, and, we, stri- and, we, and we did we magenta. Stripy.
0: And we've done hot pink. And we've had several different shades of yellow and greens and stripy greens and we black had and white. We
2: neon green and neon
0: yellow. The first year was black and white because they were the cheapest (laughs) and i've also done different textures we've had the fuzzy terry cloth and we've had t-shirt material and it's yeah it's fun the kids really get excited and it's getting competitive too
1: yeah they're super serious about it
0: and then this year uh, one of the leading captains who's really puts a lot of time and effort into scouting everything out she's graduating Mm -hmm. uh, in a few weeks i don't know who's going to take over the mantle for her
1: I don't know either. I really don't.
0: I don't know if her, her brother's on the She's got two brothers on the team. I
1: think he's going to take it as seriously as, uh, as she did.
0: All right, so backing up. Your goal for the season is to run, be able to run a 5K without stopping by the end of the season. Why did you pick that as your goal?
2: Because most of the time I have to stop and walk when I do 5Ks.
0: How does that make you feel?
2: I don't like it.
0: Of course, at the same time, how does not stopping make you feel
2: I'm gonna be tired
0: I'm gonna be tired i remember you know what you ran another 5k last summer we did one a local charity for a little girl with cancer
2: oh yeah mm-hmm.
0: and that was the one where the whole local community could hear you screaming at the top of your lungs I can't breathe, I'm going to die! <laughs> Which is, just, just so you know, if you can suck in and blow out enough air to scream, <laughs> I can't breathe, I'm going to die! For the full length of a 5K, um, newsflash, you got plenty of air coming in and going out.
1: Yep, you're breathing just fine.
0: I especially love that one of the parents to... Uh, One of my cross-country runners was just a few meters behind us, and boy, did she get a kick out of that whole thing. (laughs) So did a few other people from our school and are related to our team, just thought it was hilarious that the coach's kid was bright red and just dying. (laughs) Funny fact, that was my first 5K that I ran backwards, talking to somebody almost the whole way. (laughs)
1: You got to bike it. I did bike it. I biked it with kid number three. And uh, at one point he said it was too hard and he didn't want to do it. And I said, we are halfway there. No matter which way you go, you're going to have to ride the same amount that you've already been. So you might as well keep moving forward.
0: And did he finish or did he get stubborn and turn around?
1: Uh, he finished. <clears throat> he didn't love the idea of doing it by
0: himself either, so. Well, to be mean- fair, he's got short legs, mm-hmm. and he's got a little one-speed BMX-style bike. With
1: training wheels. With
0: training wheels. And that hill at the end.
1: It was hard. Was, it was hard for me.
0: It a steep grade. Yep. It wasn't fun to run up either.
1: I bet it wasn't. I don't think
2: he needs training wheels anymore. He probably
0: doesn't. But that was the beginning of last summer. It's come a long way. So, But back to you, kid number one. How are you going to go about achieving your goal? Is it just going to magically happen at the end of the season?
2: No, I have to train.
0: All right. What are you going to do? Or are you just going to wait until cross-country rolls around and let, uh, let the coach to... figure it out?
2: I'm going to run laps around my neighborhood until I can run two miles, which is four laps around my neighborhood, without stopping.
0: Okay. But that still leaves you 1.1 1. 1 miles from your goal.
2: Then I can get there... That's what I had to do during the summer and I can work up when I start cross country.
0: All right, so you're saying you have a goal by the end of the summer to run 2 miles without stopping. Mhm. And by the time we get to the end of cross country, for which for middle school is late October, to be able to go an extra 1.1 miles.
2: Mhm.
0: That sounds like a good good plan. Now, you and I have not talked through a plan on how to do this yet. So so far, everything you're sharing with us is the plan you've put together on your own that you've absorbed over the years about around being around me and mommy mm-hmm. on how to do goal setting and put together a plan. So part of this is kind of fun for your mother and I to listen to you putting together a plan on your own. You've got, you, you want to be able to run two miles without stopping by the end of the summer. You're going to get there by practicing going around our neighborhood
2: and treadmilling
0: and treadmilling. Nice. But what's it going to look like when you go and train? Are you going to run and run and run until you can't run any further, and every time try to push you push yourself a little further and walk mm-hmm. the rest, or are you going to just do, run until you can't run anymore and then walk home? What are you going to do?
2: The first option.
0: The first. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to set yourself up for two miles, and <clears throat> you're going to run as far as you can, and then when you can't run any further, start, drop to walk and finish your two miles. Are you? Pick up running again partway through, or are you just—I'm curious.
2: So I'm gonna run until um, I get tired, and then see how far I ran, and then um, and then um, go a little bit farther each day.
0: Okay, so make it a little bit further uh, before you have to drop to a walk. And then try to do a little bit more running in between that point and the finish line.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. You're explaining it fine, sweetie. I'm like clarifying for my own, you know, mentally making a checklist and thinking this through so I can write it down for you later. Okay. All right. So don't think I'm trying to explain it back to you. You're saying it fine. This is just how I operate and make notes in my head. Okay. So, we'll recap the big goal run a 5K. By the end of October, sub-goal is to be able to run two miles without stopping by the time we get to the end of August. Now, is being able to do all of that under your control?
2: Yes, because I ha- I have to. I'm the one who tells myself I have to do this.
0: Sounds good to me. How often are you going to go out for a run?
2: Every day if it's not rainy.
0: And if it is <clears throat> rainy, what are you going to do? Treadmill. Okay, so every day you're gonna run,
1: yeah, cool every day even on the weekends that on the weekends,
0: so every weekday you're gonna go run, if it's nice out, you'll go outside, if it's nasty out, you'll be on the treadmill mm-hmm. and if you do if you do that, if you do run five days a week, how likely do you think it is you'll meet your goal? Is it guaranteed certain or is it just more likely that it'll happen
2: it's very, 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 very likely that it could happen.
0: That's a lot of varies. <laughs> All right. But not guaranteed. No. No. What are some of the things that might stand in your way of achieving your goal?
2: Getting sick. Very good. Oh,
0: very good. Getting sick. Anything else?
2: Um,
1: having to bake and make food. <laughs> <laughs> we have been baking a lot during quarantine.
0: That is true. Uh, I think we can make time for running, though. Besides, if you're baking, like if you're baking bread, it's got to rise, right? Oh yeah,
2: yeah.
0: There's time to go for a run. What else might get in your way of achieving your goal?
2: Cars, cars, like <laughs> cars in <and> the road. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> well, if you're running around the neighborhood, we have sidewalks in our neighborhood, yeah. and I would like to keep you on the sidewalk. So if cars become an issue for you we got bigger <laughs> issues in this neighborhood <laughs> <now. laughs> but
2: like when people drive into their driveway and then like right next to there
0: well that's true you've got to be on the lookout for that and that's just kind of comes with the territory of uh, cross-country but also when we get to practice in the fall our high school is not out in the country. We're downtown.
2: <laughs>
0: so everywhere we go, you've got to look out for cars and obey traffic laws, and that's just part of running and that's true for a lot of people. Mhm. Right. What about injury? Can that is it possible you could get injured while running? Yeah, um,
2: it's kind of easy to sprain
1: something. Definitely easy for
0: me to sprain. <laughs> 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 it's possible for sprains to happen uh Luckily, you know a coach who can help train and build those core muscles and do the proper exercises. So we decrease the possibility of strains, sprains, and repetitive motion type injuries. It doesn't eliminate the chance of all of them, but we can decrease the chance of those happening to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But you're right. Those are those are all things could stand in your way. And there are ways to mitigate those problems, which do you know what mitigate means? Lower nice
1: that was a guess good guess good guess context clues that's right getting our money's worth out of your school
0: (laughs) now is there anything that can help you achieve your goal and your sub goal and your quest to increase your running every day and go further and further further what can help you along the way with that
2: um keeping track of the progress
0: so taking data yeah all right. you have any tools for, that can help you in keeping track?
2: Instead of, like, a graph on the computer, and I have a Fitbit?
0: I love this kid so know, much. She, <laughs> she's so hard. She's going to take data, and she's going to graph it.
1: She's got a mechanism for collecting that data with her Fitbit.
0: So her Fit your Fitbit is a tool.
1: We just have to fix the app.
0: For, Well, we'll 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 resync your app for you. But you've got an app, you've got an activity tracker, fitness tracker with an app to collect data. You know how to graph data. You're planning on it. I'm loving this. Anything else to help you along your way? Water. We do have access to water. That's (laughs)
1: hydration is important.
0: (laughs) Get some high quality H two O into you. (laughs) What else can help you? What other resources do you have at your disposal to help you this summer? Gatorade? <laughs> Other than Gatorade. <laughs> uh, what do you have to help you with, motivate you to get out there every day? If you just, you know, maybe, I just don't feel like going to oh,
2: set. I can set um, a reminder.
0: You can set a reminder on what?
2: My iPod.
0: Nice. So you have the reminder. Anything else?
2: The Summer Racing Club and the Red Arrow Challenge.
0: Nice. And how do those keep you motivated?
2: They, um, you get a star by your name for the Summer Racing Club if you like do the most in something. And that tells you, like, hey, you won this.
0: That's, yeah, with points in the Summer Racing Club, if you win the week in points, you get a star next to your name. Retro Challenge is also doing the same thing for your, uh, your division. If you get the most points in the week, you'll get something that shows you won that week. But you have to turn your data in on time to win it because we're not going to wait for it to be published. And then someone else comes in and goes, oh, by the way, I did just a little bit more than the person who came in first. We're not going to take it away. You have to get your stuff in on time. Okay. Speaking of the Red Arrow Challenge, are you excited about the Red Arrow Challenge? Yes. What are you most excited about when it comes to the Red Arrow Challenge?
2: Being able to, being able to do a bunch of sports that I really like.
0: And you like that extra piece where it's a it's a mixture of things. It's not just all running or all swimming.
2: Mhm.
0: Nice. Which activities do you plan on doing the most, or the majority of the time?
2: Biking and running. Biking and running because it's. It's not always warm enough for to go in the pool. It's
0: true. What kind of biking are you planning on doing? Um, because you have a mountain bike. Are you going to do off road biking or are you going to mainly stay on paved areas?
2: I want to go on the road because I don't want to go on dirt. I don't like, I don't like <laughs> dirt. Under tires. I don't like
0: Why dirt. don't you like the dirt on the tires? Is it because it sprays up and it looks like you pooped your pants or what's going on?
2: Because um, it's harder to ride through grass.
1: Oh, you have to push your legs harder? Uh-huh. Oh.
0: But that would build more muscles, and that would help with the running.
1: Oh.
0: Oh. Hate it when Dad's right, don't <laughs> you?
1: I don't like it because it's bumpy. Dad, too. I like to stay on pavement. What? And there's a less chance of you of you running over an animal. They move out of the way.
2: <laughs> but what if the possum? They tend to play dead, and then they
1: get dead. You ride your bike around them, and generally they run away. Yeah.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. What about hockey this summer? Are you going to go play any hockey or are you going to take the summer off?
1: I do
2: hockey all year round, not in the summer.
0: Not well, last summer you and I went to some of the drop-ins.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, there might be some of that. Cross-country skiing? I don't think we're doing much cross-country skiing this summer. I
2: don't like to I don't like skiing.
0: You don't, huh? Did it not go well when you guys had to do it for school?
2: I've
0: never done it,
2: but I don't want to do it. Okay. It seems dangerous. Dangerous.
0: Cross-country skiing or downhill skiing?
2: Aren't they the same?
0: No, they're not. <laughs> they're, they're very different, and for the cross-country skiers and the downhill skiers listening, they're just probably appalled at the moment or laughing. <laughs> Hopefully they're laughing. Hopefully they're laughing. They might be appalled. <laughs> like, oh! Not everyone who slaps two pieces of wood to their legs or... Now, composite. It's the same kind of thing. There's other kinds, too. There's halfpipe. There's moguls. There's slalom and all sorts of stuff, Bella. They do tricks. And there's cross-country skiing. Even with cross-country skiing, no. there's traditional or classical and skate style. I want to. All right. That's cool. We're, I don't <laughs> think it's going to fit into the summer training don't for it's cross-country. not think going to happen in the summer. So
2: no. To to all ride. the snow is melted.
0: What about paddling kayaking? I have little kayaks,
2: little kayak battles and a kayak. Do you enjoy <laughs> kayaking? Yeah. Except when you get stuck in the weeds.
0: Are you going kayaking with me this summer or not? Yes. Cool. Are you gonna make me bring fishing poles if we go this time? Sometimes. It's kind of hard to go for speed when you got a fishing pole hanging off the back.
1: <laughs> but it's more fun. Cause then you got a fishy with you. That's right.
0: Or you just get caught in the weeds.
1: Also true.
2: Reel it in.
0: Out of all these activities for the Red Arrow Challenge, which one or ones do you think will help you the most prepare for cross-country?
2: Um, biking and swimming and the running and walking.
0: <laughs> which one do you think will help you the most in preparing? Running. Running. The nice thing with uh, all the sports research that's coming out now is they're actually saying to help prepare for sports – Playing other sports and multidisciplinary and cross-training help you in development to not just always do the same thing with the same muscles. So Red Arrow Challenge that has all these different activities will be great for you, but it's hard to prepare for cross-country running and not run. Mm -hmm. So you do have to get out there and run. But yes, the biking will help. Actually, when we go to drop-in hockey, skating will help. help build up those hips, especially if you're doing your goalie exercises, your taekwondo will help. All this stuff will make you a more well-rounded, healthy little athlete.
1: Okay.
0: I can tell you're impressed.
1: (laughs) Ten-year-olds.
0: Ten-year-olds. With the Red Arrow Challenge, the primary target is how far can you go each week? How many miles or how many kilometers can you rack up? But periodically, we're going to have virtual races, virtual multi-sport races, where there's several different events strung together. Have you ever done a race like that?
2: Mm-hmm. You have? Mm-hmm.
0: When did you do one like that?
2: For the Summer Racing Club. That's right. And I, that one, that one wasn't really one.
0: What do you mean that one wasn't really but one? I, I
2: thought of the apple Size Century, but then I remembered it was all biking.
1: No, that was all biking.
0: You've done virtual multi-sport races before with the Summer Racing Club. You've done, what, two of these now? Mm-hmm. What did you do the first year? What were the legs? What were the pieces you had to put together?
2: I had to swim and bike and run. And last year, I think I had to kayak.
0: Have you ever thought about doing a aqua bike or a triathlon with your mom or me? Uh-huh. Yeah? What do you think about that?
2: It looks fun. What looks fun? Getting to swim. And In it, bike? During
1: a triathlon or an aqua bike? Uh-huh. Yeah. Which one do you think you'd rather do, an aqua bike or a triathlon?
2: I want to get better at running a triathlon.
0: Do you know the difference between a triathlon and an aqua bike?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What's an aqua bike?
2: For an aqua bike, you swim and you bike and you're done. And then for a triathlon, you swim, you bike, and you run.
0: What and about a chi tri? Do you know what a kai tri is?
2: You kayak, you bike, and you run. Yep.
0: What do you think about that?
2: Maybe not.
0: Maybe not? <laughs> oh, those are my oh, favorite.
2: I just, I just have what? to get better at kayaking. Yeah, it is uh, kind of
1: a long distance to kayak.
0: Depends on the race. The one you and I did last summer was a three-mile kayak, which you didn't really train for that one.
1: I, I didn't, and it was hard. For me, and I can't even begin to imagine how hard it would be for a 10-year-old.
0: That's true. But the two-mile and under kayak tracks I've done where I get done with the kayak piece, I'm like, that wasn't nearly long enough. It needed to be longer. No. If I'm doing several hours of racing, I don't want the kayak piece done in a few minutes. Out of all the triathlons and aqua bikes and those multi-sport events that you've been dragged to to support me or to support mommy or both of us
2: super early in the run. very very
0: <laughs> yeah usually leaving the house at like 4 a.m so we can drive there unload the car check in get the timing belt everything which of those do you think would be the you'd most like to compete in when you get older
1: i don't know they all seem the same <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed any of them with like a fun theme or like there was the one with the peacock which one was that? That's the Sister Lakes one. Oh. And that one is that one is hard, because the biking path has so many hills, and they're they're actually pretty steep hills. Within the first like three miles, it's just solid hills up and down, up and down I for three like miles. The, I just really like the floating. So you'd probably want to
0: do a relay
1: for that one. Uh huh.
0: What about the one that uh, mom does almost every summer? That's <clears throat> women only. Used to be girls' best friend, now it's a superwoman, superwoman. trip. Um, would you want to do an all girls real or all girls triathlon, or you just don't care who's there? Um, I don't, I
2: don't really care, but I think that doing an all girls one would be really cool.
0: So, I got a question for you as we get into the Red Arrow Challenge and Summer Racing Club, and eventually into cross country, and maybe. As we get into triathlons as you get a little older, who are you more interested in competing with? Are you more interested in competing against other teams, against other other individuals, against yourself, uh, against the clock? What do you what's your number what's the number one opponent for you to compete against? The clock. The clock? How so?
2: Because it makes me know, like if I get if I come in with like forty two minutes and somewhat seconds, and I don't really like that. Next time I do it, I could tell myself maybe I should do this faster.
0: Oh, so it's a competition—not just the clock, but against your how yourself. Can you beat your best and what you've done before against the clock? Mm -hmm. I like that. Me too. That is how you make yourself better. All right, kid number one, I'm pretty impressed with your answer so far. I love your approach to the program you've put together for cross country and a prep for that. I'll help you refine it a little bit. It's a nice preview too. And why mommy and I wanted you to come in is we wanted somebody who's putting together their own plan or getting ready to get fit. Mommy and I are going to work on this some more with our audience. We're going to break down pieces on how to do it. But I love that being around us and growing up in this house, you've already got most of the plan in place. We'll clean up a few of the details. Yeah. Also love that hearing about what you're excited about with the Red Challenge that's kicking off on Monday, April 13th. And now, lightning round.
1: Lightning round. Get, <laughs>
0: get ready for <laughs> rapid fire questions from your mother and I. Uh-oh. Yeah. I wish I had a bare light bulb to hang above your head and swear no. in, in interrogation. Do you feel actually so far, do you feel like you're being interrogated? No. Do you feel like you've done something wrong and you have to answer questions?
1: A little bit. Oh no. <laughs>
2: Not really.
0: Not really. Cool. Alright. Here we go. Give us quick answers, okay? Okay. So don't think about it, just what comes to mind, say it. You can explain if you want, but don't sit with long pauses. Just go, bam, rapid fire. Give us an answer. First up, color run or foam run?
2: Color run because at the end they put bubbles on you. Favorite thing to drink, Gatorade or water? Gatorade. It comes with more flavors.
0: Orange Gatorade or lemon lime Gatorade?
1: Orange Gatorade. It tastes better. Are we sponsored by Gatorade? No. Running in the sunshine or running in the
0: rain?
2: Running in the sunshine,
1: because then you can have shade.
0: Running in the rain or running in the snow?
2: In the rain, because it's not cold. Well, it is cold, but it's not that cold. Swimming or running? Swimming,
1: because then you can do, do backflips underwater.
0: <laughs> running or riding your bike?
1: Both. Riding your bike or swimming? Swimming.
0: Two-mile running race or 15-mile bike ride?
1: Uh,
2: Two mile running race, cause it's a fifteen mile bike biking race made my butt hurt. It's
0: so true. It makes my butt hurt too. And
2: then we had to go an extra three miles.
0: Your bike has big old springs underneath the seat. The seat is super padded, and you have padded bike shorts just like us. And you're a kid. Your butt should be fine. <laughs> it's it
1: Okay, running in pants or running in shorts? Shorts.
0: Running with headphones on or running and just listening to Nature and the Birds?
1: AirPods. Favorite <laughs> thing to eat before a race, pasta or fried chicken? Chicken.
0: Wait, fried chicken or... Pasta!
1: Like,
0: no, I'm saying. <laughs> Fried chicken or rotisserie chicken?
1: Oh, rotisserie chicken.
0: You don't usually like fried chicken, period.
1: <laughs> Skiing or ice skating? Ice skating.
0: Wine run or duck duck run? Wine run. Color run or glow run?
2: Glow run. Mm. I look purple.
0: Hockey or figure skating?
1: Hockey. I don't do figure skating. Descendants number one or Descendants number two? Number two.
0: Batman or Superman?
1: Batman. I don't really like either of those. I only like Black Widow.
0: Iron Man or Spider-Man?
1: Iron Man. Be smarter. Foo Fighters or One Republic? Foo Fighters.
0: Foo Fighters or Imagine Dragons?
1: Foo Fighters.
0: Nice. No. I think she's sucking up to us.
1: I think she is, too.
0: I might be throwing off because I'm wearing a Foo Fighters <laughs> t-shirt <station> tonight.
1: <laughs> swimming in the pool or swimming at the beach? At the beach because then I, got, cause I can catch minnows.
0: You can catch minnows while you're swimming for distance or yeah. while you're just playing in the water?
1: I'm just okay, Sorry. but if you're swimming laps, swimming oh, in the at, pool or at, swimming at the beach. At the
2: pool because of the beach, you have to wear. I have to wear my Fitbit.
0: Well, because of
2: well, because at the beach, it's harder to count how,
1: how what's a lap and what's
0: not. All right, for playing in the water, beach or pool.
1: Beach. Running around the neighborhood or running on a trek? Running around the neighborhood.
0: Running around the neighborhood or running through the woods and through the fields? Running and...
2: around the neighborhood.
0: Really? That was quick. Now I'm kind of curious.
2: I don't really like the woods. Oh, boy, are you
0: going to have fun. <laughs> you do realize you just signed up for cross-country,
2: right? Well, I don't like the ravine. That's why. I don't like big, big big grids.
0: Well, some of the, I mean, the courses are all different. So just, just so you know, we, we'll, we'll, let's time out on the lightning round for a minute. You realize you just signed up for cross-country, which is running over natural terrain, wherever that no, might I be. Well, I
2: do like running on grass,
0: though. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So sometimes you're in grass, sometimes you're in gravel, sometimes you're running through dirt or sand or the woods or a field it's or low grass or a golf course, and it's all, I mean, it's all different. But all the other kids have to run on the same stuff. Yeah. It's usually the coaches that have to go, when you go running through the woods, you're usually going through a groomed trail, though. It's the coaches who go cutting through the ungroomed stuff trying to get to the next mile marker ahead of you.
1: Oh wait.
0: So I'm the one getting torn up and getting poison ivy. You'll be okay. Okay. Alright, back to Lightning Round.
1: Think Pink Run or selfie Scavenger Hunt. Selfie Scavenger Hunt.
0: As a runner, and you are live in Michigan, it's going to get cold. Under Armour or no Under Armour?
2: Under Armour.
0: Are we sponsored by Under Armour? No. No. Even if that Under Armour happens to be, like, made by Nike or something?
2: Nope.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Even though for we were run, you bought me a whole entire Under Armour outfit.
0: Well, we were at the Under Armour outlet, so...
1: Running by yourself or running with a partner? With a partner.
0: All right, kid number one. Nice job. Now, how about you take a turn at lightning round for your mother and I? Okay. It seems only fair. We've had you this whole time. We've had the, <laughs> the kid interrogation when it comes to running... And exercise. So here's your chance. Exercise questions for Mommy and Dad.
2: Okay, Mama. Mm-hmm. Biking or running? Biking. Swimming or biking? Swimming. Swimming or running? Swimming. Daddy, kayaking or swimming? Kayaking. Kayaking or biking?
0: Ooh. <laughs> uh, kayaking? It's, it's close.
2: Kayaking <laughs> or running? Kayaking. Hacking or hockey? Hockey. Mommy, hockey or swimming? Swimming. Biking or hockey? Biking. Running or hockey? Running.
1: That should tell you what I think of hockey.
0: (laughs) Sorry. You do enjoy watching it, though. I love watching it. Are you saying... You like (laughs) fights. I do like fights. For Mommy, though, are you talking watching hockey or playing hockey?
1: Watching hockey.
0: Oh well, the answer might be completely different watching hockey. Playing hockey, right. she's not that great at skating and she's super competitive and she gets so mad because the rest of us can do circles around her.
1: You can do a circle. I can't stop. <laughs> you but just fall into the split.
0: Stopping would be one of those critical skills in hockey so that you don't cause a fight. Right.
1: You just bump into the boy so to be done. If we're doing if we're doing watching hockey or running. I will pick watching hockey.
2: Okay. Daddy um, basketball or um, running? Running. Track or cross country?
0: Oh, cross- <laughs> coaching or doing it?
2: Doing it.
0: Uh, probably cross country these days. Although when I was in high school, I like track more. But it also depends on what event. Okay. And, cr- and I'm, I'm older now. <laughs> Going and running through the woods sounds relaxing and allows me to clear my mind. And I'm not really a sprinter anymore, but when I was in high school, I was a sprinter in middle distance, but I also ran cross-country. So, if you had asked high school daddy, who was not a daddy in high school, uh, but if you had asked me back then, I would have said track in a heartbeat. But now, I'd probably say cross-country.
2: Okay.
1: um, Mama.
2: Mm-hmm. Swimming laughs or having fun? In the
1: pool. Having fun.
2: Beach or pool? Beach. Swimming in a sunset or
1: swimming at night? Mm. Swimming at night because it's cool.
0: Why does this feel like we're heading in the direction of, do you like long walks on the beach? (laughs) It does. (laughs) I mean, we are playing with fire. We just let the 10-year-old take over the podcast and ask all the questions. Yeah. All right, keep mm-hmm. going.
2: Um, Daddy, water or Gatorade? Water. Mommy and Daddy, the crocs or water?
0: <laughs> oh, seltzer water or water? Seltzer water.
1: Water.
2: Um, Mama, Gatorade or water? <laughs>
1: um, water.
2: Um, what pieces of red air challenge are you most excited about? Uh,
1: either swimming or biking.
0: Those are my favorites. Daddy, which one are you most excited about? The pieces of it? Honestly, I'm most excited about seeing the data come in, but <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a data nerd. But doing I'm excited that hockey, I can even do hockey, running, biking, and swimming and paddling all in one giant competition. The fact that they can be put together into points. So I guess points would be my answer. The composite score, and I can mix up what I do every week and I don't need to get into a rut. Okay. So, kid number one, do you have any questions about the Red Arrow Challenge? No. You know it all? Uh Uh-huh. You got it all figured out? Uh Uh-huh. All right. Do you have any questions about cross country? Nope. I have a question for you. You've been to not every course on our schedule, but you've been to a lot of them as Coach's Kid. Now that you're on the team, which course are you most excited about going to? Goebbels. Goebbels. Uh Uh-huh. The place that has its own microclimate, where (laughs) it can be beautiful and sunny at home, and we get there and we get all the weather in the span of a meet.
2: Because only one time, only one time, it ran, it rained to the point where it canceled most of the meet.
0: Never. So. But
2: it like, but we didn't get, but like, it put it back so far that we we finished at like three o'clock.
0: Well, I, we got home at 1230 in the morning, yeah. and it didn't rain frogs, but it rained so much <laughs> that the frogs and toads came out of the bog behind the track and invaded the track, and that was
2: hysterical. It, I'm an evil frog taking over your track. <laughs>
0: we did call the 4x400 uh, relay the Moses Mile because there was so much water on the track that the runners were parting the seas. and were, It looked like the, all the plagues were going on because we had the frogs jumping across the track. But that was a track meet. You're excited about the Goebbels course? Uh-huh. If the captains decide to do the porta potty challenge, do you know what that is? Yes. <laughs> if they decide to do the porta potty challenge, and if they do, they tend to like to go to do it at Goebbels because the porta potties at Goebbels tend to be very clean and out in the middle of nowhere that people can't use them. If they choose to do the porta potty challenge, whether it's a quest to see how many kids you can cram into one porta potty, are you going to participate?
2: No. <gasps> well, maybe.
0: I mean, in the age of coronavirus, I'm actually going, as a dad, going, good, yeah. don't cram into that porta potty with everybody else. Not to mention, if somebody yeah. falls through, it's my kid now suddenly with the blue foot. You. Yeah. No Smurf Toes, kid.
1: <laughs> Smurf Toes. I'm pretty excited that I get to be a cross country mom and I get to go and. Stand at certain points and then crouch down and say, "Run faster, kid number one! You can do it. You're
2: almost there." And you get to make banana, <laughs> and you get to make good treats for it at the end. Oh, you, you can make a...
0: the banana bread for the team. I can make the cornbread. Well, when we do chili, we do chili at regionals.
2: regionals.
0: Have you been to the cross country regionals? Mm.
2: You've
0: been to the track regionals. Have you been to the cross country regionals? No. You've been to the state finals a few times for both track and cross country. Yeah. Well, you got to stop wiggling because it sounds like you're farting on them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really
2: remember them.
0: Okay. Uh, and I remember you were there. Well, it stands out in my mind. I think it was my first or second season. You were in your little striped raincoat with your red rain boots on because it was all the weather. I think it rained and it was snowing and at another point it was sunny and then it was windy later. In the course of the meet, trying to think, what other cross country meets you've been? to? You've been to our home course, which we might not be able to use because it's the water level is so high right now; it's underwater. One time,
2: me and my friend had to hold a sign by um a river, and somebody offered us with, um like bug spray, and we didn't take it because we didn't think we were going to use it. And then I, and then um. We got hit with gigantic mosquitoes, and there were a bunch of them. And we um, didn't have fun while we were holding it we couldn't stop slapping ourselves.
0: Do you want to know the good news or the bad news?
2: The good news.
0: The uh, good news is that course is underwater right now and it's not usable. What's the bad news? That's our home course. <laughs> Okay, kiddo. Shifting gears for a moment. Okay. Remember, this is a podcast. It's kind of like radio. You can't just nod at me. Okay. You got to talk. All right. You, especially under these conditions where we're sheltering in place, we're quote-unquote quarantined, and we're stuck at home, you've been doing a lot of baking and a lot of cooking. And one of the things you've been working on uh, is your banana bread.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. You got to talk. Don't just not. I know you're getting tired, but you got to talk, kid. Okay. All right. So banana bread, just it seems to be one of those core items for cross-country runners, especially the cross-country runners on my team, banana bread. Everybody craves banana bread. Everyone's got a top-secret recipe they don't want to share. Some are better than others. We're going to kind of break the mold here. I want you to share your banana bread recipe. Okay. Which is different than my banana bread recipe. Yeah, it's a tongue twister. It's different than mommy's banana bread recipe. I want you to share your banana bread recipe. So, first up, what are the ingredients that people will need to make a loaf of kid number one's banana bread?
2: You will need mashed bananas, flour, sugar, baking soda, egg, beaten eggs, and butter.
0: Okay. How many. Uh, Bananas, do you need
2: three?
0: And how do you tell when they're ready for banana bread?
2: They're speckled with brown spots.
0: How speckled?
2: Very speckled.
0: Yeah, like almost all the way brown, brown, right?
2: Yeah,
0: perfect way to use those bananas that are just about to go. Uh, it's really tough too because it's like almost ready, almost ready. And oh, I spent I waited one day too long. Yeah, what was the next ingredient? Flour. How much flour do you need?
2: One and a half cups.
0: All right. What's next? Sugar. How much sugar do you need? One cup. Any kind of sugar? Just general green sugar, brown sugar?
2: Normal sugar, not brown sugar.
0: Okay. What's next?
2: Baking soda. How much? One teaspoon.
0: All right. And then? Eggs. How many?
2: Two.
0: Cool. What's next?
2: The butter.
0: How much butter?
2: One and a half cups.
0: Salted or unsalted butter?
2: Unsalted.
0: What comes after the butter?
2: You bake it.
0: Oh, okay. Well, we got to do some mixing. So what's the first step in the process, kiddo?
2: You cream the butter, sugar, and eggs together.
0: What does that mean? How do you cream it for people who aren't inclined when it comes to the kitchen and culinary arts?
2: Um, It means you mix them up until they're just one consistency. Well,
0: how do you do it? Do you use a big wooden spoon? I use
2: an electric mixer.
0: Awesome. All right. So you've creamed it up, and how do you know if it's creamed?
2: It's not real. It's not lumpy, and and you can't like identify the eggs from the sugar from the butter.
0: So it's an even mixture. Yeah. Cool. All right. What's step two?
2: Mix the flour and baking soda together.
0: Is that in a separate bowl, or is that you? Yeah, it's in
2: a separate bowl.
0: Okay. What do you usually use to mix those together?
2: Just a whisk.
0: Okay. Cool. What's step three?
2: Add bananas and flour alternately to to the cream but to the cream butter mixture.
0: Are you reading your cheat sheet? No. <laughs> I don't believe you.
2: <laughs> Alright,
0: so you're gonna add bananas and what together? Alternating fashion?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Altern- bananas and what?
2: The bananas and the flour.
0: Okay. And you're just taking the bananas out of the peel and lumping them in or did you already mash them?
2: You have to pre-mash them
0: all right. How did you how do you go about mashing your uh, bananas?
2: I take a bowl with a flat bottom and take like this mashy masher thing and mash them up.
0: Would it be known by some people as a potato masher?
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: You haven't mashed a lot of potatoes, have you? No. It's all right. So we'll call it the banana masher. Okay. so you take your banana masher. What if somebody doesn't have a banana masher or a potato masher? You think they could use maybe a fork? Yeah. Or a spatula? Yeah. Or a wooden spoon? Their fists? Maybe yeah. they have some pent-up aggression?
2: If they're really mad, they
0: can. <laughs> Whatever. Mush them up good. So we're in an alternating faction. We're going to mix the, the bananas and the what?
2: And the flour to the um cream.
0: To the cream mixture. Yeah. Okay. What that That was what, step four?
2: That's step three.
0: Step three. What's step four?
2: Pour it into a greased loaf pan.
0: And what do you use to grease yours? Pam. Pam. A nonstick cooking spray?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Your mom likes to use Pam. I like to use the uh, avocado oil sprays. Whatever. Anything to keep it so it comes out without falling apart afterwards.
2: You can even use butter.
0: I guess you could use butter. I'm sure other people could use some sort of fat or lard or something. Whatever. Something to grease it up so it comes out when it's done. Then what? I'm assuming we have to preheat the oven?
2: You have to preheat the oven to 325 degrees, and then once it's preheated, bake it for an hour.
0: Okay. And how do we know after that hour, because ovens vary, or what the line they always use, how do we know after we check it after an hour that it's done and ready to come out?
2: You um, take a toothpick and prick it. In the middle, or maybe some, or maybe other spots, and if it comes out clean, it's done.
0: And how deep? When you prick it, are you just going a little, tick, or are you really like plunging that in there?
2: You've got to put it in until it's um until like you can almost um not see it, but you have to be able to grab, be able to grab it out. So
0: don't stick your fingers in, but go in pretty deep. Yeah. Cool. All right. And if it comes out clean, you take it out of the oven uh, barehanded
2: um i use gloves because i don't want to
0: get burned yeah that's always a smart move anyone listening who wants to replicate this should also put on some sort of protection because that thing has been in a 325 degree oven for an hour ish
2: yeah
0: it's gonna be pretty hot you set it down then what do you leave it in the in your pan your bread pan for a little bit or do you put it on a wire rack what do you do i
2: um flip it upside down and then put on it On a rye rack and let it cool for until...
0: When you flip it upside down, that's just so you can slide it out? Yeah. Okay.
2: And then you flip it back over and let it cool until you want to eat it.
0: Well, I mean, what if I want to eat it right away? How long should I let it cool before I start slicing into it?
2: Probably about 10 minutes.
0: 10 10 to 20 minutes? Yeah. All right. Anything else with it?
2: It might take longer than an hour to cook, depending on... How, uh, depending on how, like, on, it just might take more than an hour.
0: And when you make banana bread, about how long does a loaf of banana bread last around the house with your siblings?
2: Lasts like 12 minutes.
0: (laughs) Is that because there's not enough or because it's really, really good and everyone devours it?
2: Because everybody devours it.
0: Awesome. And they are a hungry bunch. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing your top secret recipe, Kid One, even though now it's not so top secret because it's on the podcast and I'm also going to post it in our recipe blog within the members section on our website. Okay. Is that all right with you? I don't care. (laughs) If the team gets a hold of it and they replicate your recipe, then we could have banana bread at all the cross-country meats that follow your recipe without you having to stay up and cook it or without you yay. having to stay up and bake it
2: yay
0: by the way kid one since you're so into cooking these days and making yummy food and you're getting really really good at it if mommy and i were to invite you back for future podcasts what are some other recipes you might share on those
2: bread. Chili
0: Ooh, and, the cornbread and chili together would be really good.
2: And my chocolate chip cookies.
0: Oof, chocolate chip cookies. Anything
2: else? Um I made pulled pulled pork chicken. I mean pulled chicken BBQ chicken.
0: Barbecued chicken. And now is that like a whole breast or is it shredded chicken? It's How do you shredded? Do you...
2: And, and then you put it between a hamburger buns, and it's really good.
0: Yummy and anything else?
2: I make homemade pizza dough. Do you? hmm How
0: long does your homemade pizza dough take to make?
2: It takes about like half an hour to make, and then we let it rise for like six hours above a running washing machine. and
0: you, <laughs> You're you letting it rise above the washing machine?
2: On top of the counter because our washing machine is under the counter. Oh, okay. And um, then it gets really
0: is that just because it's warm in the laundry room yeah and then what
2: and then we um and then after that's done we um check it and once it's like really really um once it's really really puffy we um so we then we roll it out and um and then we make the pizzas out of it
0: with whatever everybody wants on it yeah Cool. Well, those are all awesome recipes that I look forward to bringing you back to talk about in the future. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. kid one it's been fun did you have fun
1: uh-huh
0: mommy did you have fun
1: i had tons of fun
0: well thank you for sitting in and allowing us to interview you and pick your brain on running, <laughs> exercise and giving us the insight of a 10 year old on cross country and summer racing club and now especially the red arrow challenge which is kicking off on april 13th and going weekly on from there but with that we're gonna wrap up jessica it's been fun
1: it's been fun marco
0: All right, we'll do it again. We'll do our regular podcast coming up in a few days. Mm -hmm. But for this bonus edition, that's a wrap. Thanks, and see you
2: later. Bye. Bye. Bye.